Jun quickly went back to doing what she did best, visiting in the mountain region. As she had gotten more comfortable doing this, she would stay for weeks at a time, sleeping wherever there was room for her. How she had loved these people and the mountains. Loved the long, rugged rides for hours on mule, bumping along, peering over the edge of steep cliffs as the mule walked as close to the edge as possible. She had loved it, despite what it was doing to her back, a recurring problem to this day. And the people loved her. She ate what they ate, slept where they slept, struggled to learn the Indian dialects prevalent in the mountains, and shared their lives. The campesinos considered it a great honor to share their meager food in simple homes with her, and she in turn considered it a great honor to be received into their home, share in their lives and struggles. She drank coffee with them, shared their meals of beans and rice. She always got the best of what they had and was fed before anyone else. At first, she had found this custom very hard to accept. It was hard for her to accept that she was always given the best, no matter how little that was. But slowly, she learned to accept it as part of the culture and redoubled her efforts to raise awareness among these people, teaching those who had taught her so much, helping them realize they had rights. Still. It was a struggle, both within her and within so many of the other people working with the campesinas. She struggled to know whether what she was doing was right. The struggle with trying to teach them and yet not push them in any direction too much, but leave them free to decide for themselves. That was the struggle. Theirs wasn't a ministry of insurrection, inciting revolution as claimed by some. Theirs was a ministry of teaching the people that they had rights, teaching them to work together and support each other as communities, a ministry of teaching gospel values which said that all people were created equal in God's eyes, that all men and women are truly brothers and sisters and called to help each other. They struggled to not put their own personal bias in their teaching, yet it was impossible to avoid this completely. They struggled to raise the awareness of the people to a level where they could make their own decisions without being overly influenced by others, society, or their culture. It was a theology of change, radical change, and in this sense, revolutionary. But it wasn't a theology of guns or force. It was a theology of liberation that set people free, as Jesus set people free. It was a theology to free them to be themselves, to be all that God meant them to be. Theirs was not to tell the people where to go, but to free them to hear that inner voice of God and decide for themselves where to go, and then to support them in their decisions, wherever that may lead them. It had been a constant struggle, both dealing with these people's cultural hang-ups from years of oppression and having their rights denied, and dealing with their own cultural hang-ups as Americans. Joan's journeys in the mountains often led her to strange bedfellows as she slept with grandmothers, aunts, little children, sometimes crowded five or six to a bed, and sometimes she'd wake to find animals slumbering on top of the covers or sheltering underneath mostly domestic animals such as chickens or pigs. She also shared her bed with the little slimy creatures of the land, snakes, scorpions, lizards, iguanas, 
and of course the ever-present cockroaches, fleas, and mosquitoes. She had run into some larger wild animals at different points in her travels, such as pumas and jaguars, but those were very few, and usually from a distance, causing little reason for fear. She also had seen a few large boa constrictors hanging from trees, or lying bloated in the sun, but for the most part, the dangers were no worse than backpacking through the Rockies in the U.S., and the run-ins with these animals were few and far between. And then there were also the many colored birds that flowered the land in the higher reaches. The toucans, macaws, quetzals, all with their splendid plumage and colorful beaks. And the monkeys, screeching in the forest at night and performing during the day, especially the little spider monkeys. Joan loved this country. Each journey in the mountains made her more committed and more determined in her efforts for the people.